0: Are you Tony's stank? Well, hello. You may be thinking, who is this guy and what is this around him? If you're listening, you're probably don't think that at all because you can't see this but basically my name is Massey1903 and we are back with delivery for Tony Stank an MCU podcast and this fantastic overlay was uh was made by the lovely Corky Blues so shout out to Corky for making this for me um it's uh it just adds something to the video I I think Uh, again as I say if you're listening to this you you can't see it but if you do want to see it come on over to the YouTube just search for Delivery for Tony Stank on YouTube and you'll be able to see it and me in all my and our glory. But guys, let's get ready for the episode. Yes. So before we delve into the actual episode, um, I just wanted to give some, some first reactions about how I felt it went. Um. Wow
1: wow 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 what an episode um i mean bleak is
0: is bleak the right word i don't think i don't know if bleak is even strong enough for that episode that was dark that was like real real dark um
1: disney and marvel have not gone this dark um ever well since since the snap probably but oh my
0: goodness, there is a lot to unpack from this episode. And um, a lot of things that I thought were going to be in there. A lot of things that caught by surprise. Uh, and, and some thoughts for the MCU going forward. I say this every time, but I feel like this one is the one that has the most ramifications for the MCU as a whole. Um,
1: but yeah, it it, it shook me. It really, really, really shook me. Yeah. Okay. So, let's kind of get into the episode then. But, um, my God, I
0: enjoyed it. Okay, okay, okay. So, we start with, obviously, our um, entrance, our uh, title screen, which uh, I I love. And you know what I love about the title scene as well? The... The question that the Watcher asks at the end. The way he asks it. It's not like he didn't just go. What if? He goes. What if? Like really pondering. I love it. I love it. And anyway. Talking of the Watcher. We then move on to. um Seeing his figure. Staring over the streets of New York City. Um, the, the interesting thing with the Watcher. And something that obviously we'll touch on. Later into this episode. Is that we seem to be seeing more and more of him. So he's kind of he's still transparent um but he seems to be in front of the buildings so getting closer and closer to ourselves um and that is obviously you know i think it's it's as we get to know him more um and and get used to him as well i think that's that's why they're sort of doing that but as i say we'll we'll see later on um what what the watcher brings to this episode um yeah now he talks about how um the question is um you know what if what if the best intentions has very strange consequences obviously a play on um steven strange's name dr strange mr stranger um strange pulls up in his his lamborghini with the wing doors and it is a nice looking car even in this animation it is a nice looking car um and he has well, Christine comes out. Christine um Dr. Christine. Uh she um emerges emerges from the uh, the building that he has pulled up at and um and yeah, greets him quite quite lovingly and stuff. So in, in the movie we we know them as um having had some form of relationship where potentially now it was a bit rocky, or they they had, I think there were actually exes, but still quite flirty and stuff as well. Um, in this universe though, they are. Well, it seems to be that they're they're still dating and still an item. Um, they talk about creme brulee, which is an overrated dessert, if you ask me. Um, I mean it's it's basically just, it's just cream and it's just burnt on the top, isn't it? Um.
1: Yeah. So less Cranberlay talk guys and uh more action, please. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Um and then yeah. They end up uh getting in the Lambo, getting in the, the lovely Lambo. Now this is obviously um kind of like a throwback or a parallel to the uh to the film, because this is where Doctor Strange Suffered his accident, which meant he had to get his hands, um, pretty much like rebuilt and stuff. Um, which is something that kept him, uh, you know, as as a surgeon, he needed his hand. That was his, um, that is his career. Kind of like how mine is my face. Um, his hands were his money maker. Uh, and then obviously with with the accident as we know it, uh when he had to get the hands rebuilt, he, um, you know, kind of used the scars and stuff of that to keep himself grounded and the fact that he had shaky hands the whole, or the whole, yeah, in fact, the whole time and and even through all the movies you've seen, even into Infinity War, um, we've seen the the shake uh, of his hands because they've been so damaged. Um, Now, obviously, the, the crash had happened in Lamborghini on this stretch of road, but this time he has Christine um with him they talk about obviously his uh his speech they're going to a a, a show for for him um and they talk about um Christine tells tells them how we're they're going to a thing for him like to show him to it's all in his honor basically this uh this kind of event uh and she talks about the the surgery that he performed. So let me try and get it straight because I am not a doctor. Um a radical hemispherectomy. Radical hemispherectomy. He performed that. Um so this is obviously why they're they're um doing throwing this event for him or why they're uh why they're showing him off showing him off, showcasing him. Um now as I've said before, what I do is I in preparation for the podcast i will watch the episode once i will then watch new rock stars who do a easter egg um breakdown you can find them on youtube please do it's, it's fantastic he, eric voss goes into so much detail and it's and it's just um an incredible source of information and then i watch it again uh, a second time sometimes third time with uh, a more analytical uh hat on Um, new rock stars uh, looked into the radical hemispherectomy and what that is, is it's actually a a surgery that removes half of the brain or a part of the brain to treat like seizures and things like that now that is obviously foreshadowing without telling us it's foreshadowing because of what happens later on in the film in in the episode, sorry where um obviously Strange is split into two versions of himself within the same timeline so I thought it was a really nice little um little detail again I I didn't pick up on because I'm not a doctor I'm not a surgeon um as you can tell I can hardly string a sentence together um but with New Rockstar saying that it was such a such a little detail that unless you know what he's talking about or unless you go and research it um it actually kind of foreshadows uh The episode, so yes, they are they're going to to show him off because of the um because of completing this this surgery. The Doctor Strange, or sorry, Stephen, because he's not he is Doctor Strange. Yeah, Stephen um is behind a a lorry. He tries to overtake, but the man slam on the brakes and get back in behind. Now this is um kind of where the crash happened for him in in the movie that we know. But then, um, although he manages to get back in the lorry, a, a, a car comes absolutely hurtling, speeding behind them, smashes right into the car and it goes careening off the, the embankment down the hill. And this whole sequence of the car crash is actually um, pretty much frame for frame for the car crash in, in the film. Also, this time he's got Christine in the car with him, and Christine unfortunately passes away. Now there's a great shot of the behind the car, or sorry, looking through the like broken glass. It, it leaves like a splintered kind of uh circular frame for us to see Stephen um starting to you know cry for Christine, um and it it just for me it was the it was the imagery of the of the broken shards of glass um representing what we see at the start, what we see in the title sequence that we spoke about, the um the breaking off of timelines, universes, dimensions. Um so I thought it was a, a neat a neat little deed. Oh, Christine is deed. She's dead. Um we then get to her funeral obviously Doctor Strange, Stephen Strange looking over her um her coffin being lowered into the ground and and the watcher tells us In this universe he didn't lose his hands but his heart um so with the grief he then as in the movie he decides to um go into the into mystic arts um learns more about to become um a sorcerer and obviously at this point he doesn't have as i say we spoke about his hands um he doesn't have that trauma to the hands to keep him kind of grounded a few times in the in the film he would look at his hands and see the scars and that's what would keep him um almost down to earth or more down to earth than he would normally be um but he doesn't have that sort of um visual trauma
1: um that he, that he had in the movie to kind of keep him to keep him yeah to keep him kind of more settled so this obviously does cause um things to go awry but yeah so he learns he
0: like the movie he learns um how to become a sorcerer he uses the eye of agamotto to um change a time for the apple uh to it's pretty much the exact same shot of him using the eye of agamotto to um reverse the apple being eaten and then back again um again uh, you know we've spoke about the animation in copious amount of times it's brilliant the animation is fantastic and even when when they're they're doing almost remakes of the film uh, or the film scenes it still looks incredible and and they've got every detail um the attention to detail is phenomenal absolutely phenomenal um using the eye of Agamotto he then obviously um is spoken to by by Wong, who is um uh, Benedict Wong ret- returning um and the ancient one who's obviously Tilda Swinton returning. Uh, I should have said we 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 have um we do have Benedict Cumberbatch back as Doctor Strange and we do have Rachel McCallum's back as Christine. Um Agent one also then passes away, as she does in the film as well. And we go to the watcher who tells us that, um... He tells us about what Stephen Strange does. He he goes and he bargains with Dormammu again.
1: Uh, and, and manages to... To defeat him. Now, this is where things start to branch off
0: from... From, from what we know of Doctor Strange. He, um sitting nursing a whiskey and has the eye of agamotto in his hand and dreams about christine he goes into this sort of mystic dream world where she talks about her favorite shirt and it's just kind of like yeah basically him reminiscing about them uh wong turns up and and and, and essentially tells him that you know you've got you can't you've got to kind of let it go essentially you've
1: got to kind of you can't do anything that's uh that's too um reckless so he goes and puts on the kettle of
0: course that's gonna stop everyone um from from doing something reckless yeah absolutely (laughs) um but Dr Strange decides to use the eye of Agamotto and he does his wee thing with his hands and opens it and puts himself back to the to the start of the episode essentially where we saw
1: him um welcoming Christine into his beautiful, beautiful Lamborghini. Um, and this, this is where things start to go a bit, um,
0: a bit wrong. So again, exactly the same lines, exactly the same shots. But uh, this time you can tell that obviously he, he wants, he, he's, he's going to try and, and keep her alive. That's obvious. They have the car ride um but he talks to her using the words that she used with with him uh on on in the actual uh trip that they had where she actually died so that what actually happened um he basically uses her words and she's obviously charmed by him as as per usual who wouldn't be charmed by Ben at cumberbatch um i know i certainly am uh this time with the
1: with the lorry he doesn't go past it, he doesn't try and uh, get round um, and overtake.
0: Um yet still the car comes up behind and smashes at the back of them and uh and it's brutal. It is really brutal. You, you get the, the point of view the of inside the car and you see them all shake
1: about and then the exact same car crash happens. And Bendick. doctor strange wakes up and and again
0: screams for christine grief stricken and we get we get that shattered window shot once more um it's 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 quite hard hitting um as i say watching it from the point of view of being in that car um it's 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 more uh it's it's more brutal than When we see it from the outside, like like we did before, um, so Doctor Strange decides to use the Eye of Agamotto again, and uh, yeah, basically gets himself straight back into that the start of the episode again. So we're essentially in some sort of time loop that he's created. Now this this will be similar to the loop that he created to bargain with Dormammu in the movie, and of obviously during at some point during this universe as well. He he's done so if if you remember the movie, it was um he created a time loop that essentially tortured Dormammu um and, and said he wouldn't break that until Dormammu um left him essentially. So yeah, this is like some sort of time loop where he keeps picking up Christine. Uh and He tries something different. He decides not to go the the bridge way. He decides to take a different route. Um, But this time there's a lorry that hits them from the side. Um, And again we get quick cuts to the uh, eye of Agamotto being used again. Him trying different techniques. Wanting her to stay in. Order pizza and uh, creme brulee. Um, We get... She decides not to we get to see the you know when they're actually at the event they manage to get to the event obviously and she dies for some in some way she clutches her her body while they're dancing um again we cut to the next one he's got her to a pizza place person walks him and with a gun she ends up shooting her and killing her um so we're the next part he decides not to even pick her up, she's just left there. We got a lot of quick cuts of the cars crashing. Um when he doesn't when he decides not to pick her up, you, you see him in a bar. Um he looks at the TV and there's um a report off how Christine died in a um explosion at the uh at the at the event
1: as well. Um it's it's yeah, it's it's so emotional and like
0: It must be frustrating um, trying to think empathetically about the position he's in. The more and more things you try and the more and more it doesn't work, the more and more that you see that she dies every time. Um, The frustration that he must be going through having seen his love of his life essentially die over and over and over again and know that there seems to be nothing that he can do to stop that like she's essentially destined um to perish it's yeah i can't even begin to imagine what he's going to and we see it in his face his face is a lot more uh disheveled a lot more sunken while he's
1: talking to her while he's um yeah he just looks like a broken man <clears throat> um christine
0: drives this time and again they're crashed into from behind from this maniac um but this time we see steven crawl out of the car um and scream in absolute agony now this is this is where the um with at cumberbatch he's done a lot of like motion capture and voice work like he did the motion cap and voice for um i believe it was smog um, in that Hobbit film, he did the motion capture and the voice work for Dormammu. It was actually him that was the, the voice and the and the face behind Dormammu in in the live action film. So he's an established, and I mean, you know, he's established actor, actor. But see his voice acting here. Um, from the from the, this whole sequence where he gets more and more broken, more and more disheveled. His voice gets deeper. He gets slower way he talks. A bit more forlorn. Um, and then we get to this part where he's obviously at the point where he knows that there's nothing else that he can do. And his scream, it kind of starts low and then gets more guttural and visceral and louder um, as he screams out. And, and the voice acting from Cumberbatch here is just top notch. Phenomenal. You, you can hear the pain um in his voice and you know I'm, I'm I'm Bendit Cumberbatch I can I can give or take his his movies and stuff uh but in terms of what he does in terms of the the how good an actor he is it's he's just he's almost elite like that is yeah whenever he shows up he performs and and he does so again here Right, so after the visceral scream from Mr. Cumberbatch, we have um, the ancient one, Tilda Swinton, appear in a... Um, through, like, a blue portal kind of thing. Now, talking about the voice acting, Tilda Swinton is fantastic here. Her voice is so calming. Um, I don't know, something about it just makes me, like... just makes my, my brain go... Brrrr. Like, it's so good. Um... She'd be good for a podcast, actually. She'd be a good podcast host. Um, or, like, ASMR or something like that. Like, it's so, it's brilliant. Anyway, uh, enough about uh, me crooning over Tilda Swinton's voice. Um, she turns up and essentially tells him that, you know, there's a choice. There's a choice. The, the death of Christine Palmer is now where he... where his story starts. Um, he can learn about the ancient arts
1: um become Doctor Strange, become the Sorcerer Supreme. Um and he asks to help bring Christine back. Now this is where we
0: get the um this is where we get the term absolute point. So Dr. Christine Palmer's death is an absolute point. It's unchangeable, unmovable. Very similar to like nexus events where we which we've heard about during um wandavision and loki um i don't know if they're the same thing or not i'm not 100 percent sure
1: it's yeah it's hard to um it's hard to verbalize how i feel about that. i feel like the Nexus events are events that happen across timelines, but I think absolute points seem to be like the
0: what's holding holding the universe together. So if something happens to this absolute points, that's when the universe is destroyed or 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 like ceases. Um, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to say what I what I feel about them, but um, I mean, again, if 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 you have a better way of explaining it, please um, please let me know on Twitter, um, at delivery MCU. Um, so yes, Agent One turns up, tells him about the absolute points, how they're unchangeable, unmovable. You can't do anything about them. Um, he isn't very happy about this. He's not very happy. Um, he wants to find a way to.
1: Um, to bring Christine back to reverse time. Um. But yeah, he he, this is where he starts to turn into the the dark, Stephen Strange.
0: He doesn't accept the answer that he can't bring her back. This, yeah, this what he if he goes down the dark path, it ends. This reality is what she tells him um he decides to still go ahead with it but uh the ancient one uses their weird weird, weird shieldy stuffs while he tries to like use the iwagamoto to um to find a way to 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 save christine and there's a massive blast um
1: a massive blast of of white light yellow light Coming from the the ancient one hitting
0: uh, Stephen Strange, and then he wakes up and he's in some sort of jungle-y sort of thing. Still with Bagamoto. Uh, and meets Mister O'Bang, who who calls him uh, <laughs> who uh, the with some sort of there's some sort of lost communication. But basically, Strange is looking for the the library of Cagliostro, uh, Kag, uh, and
1: and speaks to this this. Um, mysterious Stranger Obeng who calls him uh, Dr Ar- Ar- Armani <laughs> because of his suit uh, again
0: a bit of miscommunication very similar to the the kind of uh, the miscommunication name in the movie with um,
1: Mads Mickelson's character uh, yeah and so see so, see so yeah essentially
0: strange is what to try and find this this library to learn about ways that he could potentially resurrect Christine or yeah I mean I think that that is obviously his his kind of um, his end goal that is what he wants is to is to get Christine um, back he falls all bang out to this fantastic looking library or sorry it's like it's you don't see the books just yet it's like it looks kind of like the um. The, the place in Jordan that's set against the stone uh and is like a beautiful kind of carving in uh in there um and um and yeah, he makes his way in, into the library there is these runes on the floor that he manages to deal with one of them the first one that he sees, but then as he comes through more and more float up and he gets pulled into um like some sort of abyss. This is where he then sees Obeng, who talks about his name and how he is, um, essentially the, the the keeper, the guide. Um, I think he calls us the librarian, the, the librarian actually of the, of the of the books, and they come into this this library. Now this is a shot where, uh, in the trailers, uh, I know I personally thought. It might have been Asgard because it has like the tree in the middle, the little uh, pink tree. Uh, I thought it was like the
1: the the Midgard tree of life thingy, um, but it's not. It's obviously not. So they're in in
0: the the library. He's in this library of Cal Cal Cagliostro. I'm gonna get it right one time. Definitely get it right. Um, and Doctor Strange starts. He he goes through all the books to try and find a way um of 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 resurrecting Christine and finds the one on time manipulation and opens it and there's the the dark symbol. So this dark symbol is the same symbol and it is the same pages that Mads Mickelson's villain in the movie removed uh from the book and um the ancient one had on her head as, as like some sort of sign that she was taking power from the dark dimension. Um Doctor Strange goes through the book or books, and finds a way of opening like a, a a kind of portal, and out comes, out comes the. Well. The the first piece of continuity across what if, out comes the tentacles, the tentacles from Captain Carter, um from the the tesseract the the, the Red Skull, uh. Was going to take as a champion of Hydra. Um, What does this mean? What does this mean for. What if? What does this mean for the MCU? Because this. As I say. This is the first time there's been some continuity. Now. We spoke last time about the still. From the trailer. Where we saw. Um, Doctor Strange speaking to Captain Carter. This is where I was. Absolutely convinced. That we'd see Peggy just pop her. Pop her wee head out and uh start to chat to strange or whatever they were they were going to do um but it doesn't happen in fact we don't see that scene whatsoever we don't see the interaction between dr strange and captain carter there isn't one so again either marvel have pulled the wool over our eyes as they do very often in trailers and as they do in uh trailers for well what I'm thinking they've done in No Way Home, what they did in Thor Ragnarok, uh, what they did in Infinity War as well. Um either that or either the the interaction between what looks like the um Dark Stephen Strange and Captain Carter happens at some point in the what in the What If series, potentially in a later episode. Um as I know Captain Carter is coming back for season two. So yeah. That might mean something, but yeah. The, so the tentacles, tentacles come up and and um, deal with Stephen Strange. Uh, is able to overpower him. He's not quite strong enough just yet. Uh, he wakes up with uh, Obeng cheating him, um, making him basically wake up and tell them that that the powers. Um, he says the the, the beans don't don't bargain. It's quite a, it's quite an interesting it's quite an interesting word in because of how Doctor Strange bargained with Dormammu as well. But anyway, he's not strong enough just yet to um, face this the tentacled monster y dimensiony y basically. Right, so now we get another uh, kinda montage kind of thing where basically Strange uh, starts small and works his way up to absorbing these beings power first one is our wee little gnome guy um, who goes no 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 um, secondly we have uh, a bug weird beetle kind of thing and he takes his, his cloak of levitation from uh, then there's the big old bird with like six eyes the big old raven uh, with six eyes um there is a, a dragon that turns his face red a skull-headed being um a big old bat um now and after the big old bat he the watcher talks to us the watcher says how he could warn him he could intervene um but the fate, fate of the universe is not worth risking the safety of all others Besides, he says, besides, I doubt he'd listen. Now, this is the first time that we see someone actually sense the Watcher, or even hear the Watcher. Because um,
1: Stephen Strange turns around and says, you know, hello, who who's there, basically. Like, that is crazy.
0: That is crazy, because for us, the Watcher is, as I said before, the Watcher is our lens he's our into the the series to the universes um and for a character in that universe to be able to sense or hear him it's almost like breaking the fourth wall it's almost like he can sense or hear us um and it's quite creepy there's no music at all there's there's no sound effects there's nothing There's just Doctor
1: Strange talking, just listening. It's, yeah, it's just, um, it's Edie. It's really, really eerie. Um,
0: yeah, so he then continues. There's the evil elk, a dragon, a wolf, snake, uh, crazy demons that, that turn up. And we see an outside view of um, the Lost Library and how time
1: is flowing past really quickly. Um, And yeah, time has passed centuries, and then we get the tentacle creature.
0: And he's strong enough to be able to cut off some of the tentacles and then also absorb them as well. So this dude is crazy strong now strange comes out of the the um the main atrium where he is where he's been housed and speaks to bang and he and and he tells him he's been going for centuries
1: trying to trying to get the strength um but also he tells him that he is one half of him himself
0: essentially uh which at first i was like well, what are you what are you absolutely talking about mate? like i had absolutely no idea what he was on about um but thankfully we <laughs> thankfully we get some sort of uh
1: we get a, a kind of flashback and stuff um basically we go back
0: to the, the point in time where strange Speaking to Wong, and Wong goes to pop the kettle on. As, as I said, um, you know, of course, cup of tea um, stops anyone from doing something reckless. And this Strange, the Strange that we're watching now, decides not to go into the, the time loop of trying to save Christine and get into the obsession
1: of trying to save or resurrect both, actually, and Christine. Now, this good Strange,
0: the one that's not been... Uh, it's not being corrupted by the by the obsessive uh nature the um you know the, the gr- almost greed to do what he can to get Christine back. it's you know it's 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 obsession is it's a bit of greed but it's also of course fueled by love ultimately um and fueled by a broken heart essentially um but this strange the one that doesn't do the time loop doesn't get the obsession to um try and get christine back um is looks outside and 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 everything's kind of dissolving but the it's like an inky kind of uh tarry substance that is kind of um coming off humans cars buildings so similar to the snap and, but the snap is more like it was more dust that the people turned into as i say this time um it's it's more like it's more like ink blotchy blotty um black oozing ink um we then have the ancient one turn up again through a little portal, but this time in more of like an astral projection, and she warns this strange our strange um the good strange of of what happened so essentially what she tells him is that she split uh she split stranges not soul but like his timeline so split it into two there's one strange that went down the path of uh trying to resurrect christine and there's this strange who who didn't and essentially essentially he's the one that needs to um almost defeat the other one or or stop the other one from from doing what he's doing or else the whole um reality will will collapse but he's the only one that's strong enough to, um, to defeat himself, pretty much. Uh, back in the Sanctum Sanctorum, we have uh, Wong and Strange doing protection spells um, on, on Strange as he goes to, to face himself. Once he completes the spells, though, he gets pulled through uh, some sort of portal and wakes up and is met um, by himself, by the, the scary, dark, bleak, corrupted strange who again his his facial expressions you know we saw him uh become more more sunken more uh or withdrawn uh after the after watching christine die over and over again but this time we see uh he almost looks like jafar from aladdin um literally like sharp cheekbones uh pointed beard or sorry goatee his eyes are really drawn in with dark circles around them his hair is kind of unkempt um and he's just he's pale he's obviously again um he's had this well essentially centuries uh or the time it's taken to get to this point where he is now st- almost strong enough to potentially um Resurrect Christine, it's obviously taken its its toll on him. Uh and he Yeah, he just looks um evil, basically. <laughs> <laughs> the the colours of his cape, the colours of his um suit are all darker maroons and um like a, a kind of purpley navy sort of thing compared to the good one who has like a lighter red um cloak levitation um has like you know not light colors but but more uh actual toned colors opposed to this like muted um
1: garb that this one this bad doctor strange um or dark doctor strange the dark evil doctor strange uh tries to
0: tell our one or the good one sorry that they're the same and and they want the same goal which is which is get christine but good doctor strange knows that they they, they can't do that that it's as the ancient one told them he you know it's literally not possible it's an absolute point they can't they can't go back on it it's it's essentially got to happen and and they can't um they can't resurrect her there's then a a bit where he where the evil doctor strange gets all angry and the kind of demons and souls that he's absorbed um kind of float out in in rage um but he manages to kind of get them back under control it's, it's again a fantastic use of the lighting um of the 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 dark strange contrasted with the um the blinding uh almost violent um yellow light that comes out from behind him and shows the black souls the of the demons that he's he's absorbed
1: um they then, then move to the point where they're taken to
0: the scene of the um the crash. And the the evil Dark Strange tells him that their powers are diluted when there's there's two of them,
1: but so they need to basically become whole, and once they're whole, they can then resurrect Christine. Obviously the Good Strange doesn't like that, and they fight. They have a fantastic... They have a battle. They
0: have a crazy battle. Um, what I love
1: about this battle... So... First... The first shot is Evil Strange... Uses his... Open mouth... Um, there's
0: a film... I can't remember what it's called... With Donald Sutherland... Where he, At the end he points and opens his mouth... Invasion of Body Snatchers I think it's called... And he kind of does that... But the yellow beams come out of his eyes... And his mouth and they hit the good strange and what i really love about this little this little detail of animation is when when the 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 first um the first beam hits him um you see parts of the uh the protection um parts of the protection spell sort of peel off his face just part of some of the runes um and as he go as they go through the battle you see more and more of these runes come off and, and there's less on his face that's protecting him. Um but Doctor Strange is still using his like demon powers and he and he shoots like fireball things at the, the shields that are good Doctor Strange puts up. Um But then he changes his, his actual what he looks like and what he has so he gets his, the tentacles come out as as his arms. And he comes flying, and actually goes straight through the shield of our Doctor Strange, of good Doctor Strange, and takes him by the throat. Again, you see some more of the runes sort of fall off his face. Um, so as the protection spell weakens, um, the more that it's, it's hit, um, good Strange can't control uh, bad Strange with a, um, a sort of yellow energy ropey kind of thing, and bad Strange. Um, manages to break out and then uses these weird like sandworm things that come flying after good strange like they kind of go up through the ground and and worm their way towards him um it's it's horrific like if you don't like worms it's bad um doctor strange our good doctor strange then uses the uh the wraps that he used in um that he used in infinity war on thanos when trying to take off the, the infinity gauntlet uh, but the cloak levitation gets out of um, bad strange, and the two cloaks then have a have a duel essentially. Well, the 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 good and bad strange also have their fight as well. Um, again, good Doctor Strange fires a, a a beam at the at the bad one, but he catches it and throws it right back, and and essentially ties him to the ground and while he's holding them down is throw this massive beam of the red and yellowy kind of it's not fireballs but it's like power and we see the runes start to rip off good doctor strange's face even more um as we can tell he's getting to the point of essentially essentially no no return um the good cloak levitation comes over wraps up bad doctor strange's arms sacrifice itself for for the good doctor strange and the, the bad one breaks open his arms and, and tears the cloak levitation, which we actually hear give out some a, a weird a, a little a little scream. Um, yeah, it's pretty horrendous. It's actually quite upsetting. And again, back to the firebolt beams, good Doctor Strange fires one at the at the bad one and um it all goes a massive ball of of yellow glow and then settles to a dark um, dark seam of smoke, oh now we, we don't see anything else apart from an orb of light that comes up and our good strange um, stares at it the whole way but it's also a distraction, the shadow from behind grows out the uh, grows out the like what are they called, it's almost like the collar of
1: the the bad strangers. Local levitation, and he drags the good one into the shadows. There's then, um it's they're in
0: some form of I don't know if it's like an underworld or like a dimension in this reality where there's the inky blobs that are that are moving from both sides, from up and down, um, kind of co- coagulating. I think that's the word. Um, it sounds good anyway we'll we'll go with that uh and they get pulled into uh uh, the good doctor strange gets pulled into uh a scene with christine now this scene is very similar to one of the first scenes you saw when he was dreaming about her um and she was talking about her her about the t-shirt and stuff like that um good doctor strange you can see he he yearns for her touch when she touches his face. He wants it to be real but knows that it's not. Um they talk about the creme brulee again. Again guys, gads, let's let's not talk about creme brulee. Um overrated AF. Um but he says, you know, you're not you're not true, you're not her. And then her face flickers and changes into the bad Doctor Strange and they break through uh this this glass. So again, similar to the um the 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 di the dimensions that we see that break off as as shards, um. They, they 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 break out of this um this kind of glass, uh dream essentially, and go again flying towards Earth, getting kicked, kneed in the face, punched in the face, and I, and more and more the runes are are flying off his face as he
1: gets more and more damaged. Um we then get to the point where literally the only rune left for a good Doctor Strange is in the middle of his head
0: so the spell's essentially done for and he says to the evil Doctor Strange you can't do this who says but you must he touches his head removes that rune and then does the dirty he does the dirty with him he absorbs him with his uh,
1: invasion of body snatchers style thing takes his power and he is our Sorcerer,
0: our Strange Supreme, I think they call him, um, who uses the Eye of Agamotto, which, turn, which goes from green to red. So what I think that is, that's the Eye of Agamotto then turning into potential chaos magic. So like, if you remember with Wanda, her magic was red and it was called the chaos magic, Um, as Agatha said. I think this is then showing us that Doctor Strange is now using, essentially, chaos magic. The most powerful magic that that there is. And he um, manages to resurrect Christine in in a blue, almost astral projection, similar to the Ancient One, the Ancient One's portal, which, which was like this light blue. The scene is still ink getting sucked up all around them. And Christine is into the arms of Doctor Strange. She now more resembles um a beast, a, a demonic beast, which um there's been talk of Mephisto. Uh I don't know if it is, I don't think it is, but it's definitely it's definitely looks very much Mephisto y. Now Mephisto is essentially the devil of the Marvel Cinematic universe. Um but yeah it's 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 quite unnerving and she doesn't know what's happening. She has to pull away from uh from strange, his he has eyes on the sides of his head that are moving by themselves. He's got the tentacles kind of back. He's got big wings. Um, it's it, it looks almost like um like an anime demony kind of thing. Um, yeah, it just it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Again, animation, the animation's been top notch throughout the whole throughout the whole season um but yeah then christine starts to to blot away um and the reality breaks in itself so basically what we see is we we see our frame is very similar to the frame on the on the car from behind where where it had the it was like a circle your circular a circular frame of shards Whereas this time it's essentially a circular frame of the of the black inky blotting stuff. Um, the demons leave Doctor Strange; he becomes a bit more like himself, and the um, the rock they get on kind of floats up. As I say, it starts to come in further and further and further. Uh, the the sort of inky blotty frame sort of thing, which kind of shows the. The universe the reality is imploding itself which is what the ancient one said is that you know if they do all this um it will it will start to um it will start to come into itself and destroy the, the, the universe now this is oh this part <makes noise> Ooh. um as doctor strange tries to hold off universe with magic you can see the shards of the um, the reality around them, you know, breaking and things. And he looks up and sees our watcher, Uatu. Past the, past the shards, you see his ethereal figure and his, his bright eyes. Basically what we see at the start of um, pretty much every episode. And he talks to him. He says, you know, you can fix this. Please fix this. And our Uatu actually... Lies in basically uh and we see his full figure um for pretty much the first time and and you get the human um the humanoid face his uh human features his
1: his lips he's talking uh and he tells him you know that 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 he 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 you know he can't fix
0: it the same way he fixed christine and tells him that he was warned he he was told not to do this um doctor strange kind of sounds more uh more human like less obsessed now that he has now that he's done what he set out to do and now he's seen the implications that has has happened he seems a lot more human and a lot more empathetic himself um he
1: says that the world shouldn't um basically shouldn't uh be for um what's the word shouldn't be shouldn't
0: pay for his arrogance is what he says but yeah shouldn't shouldn't be hurt for what he did and he tells about how he, he read about the watcher sense of presence told knows he's a god who can undo it um but the watch tells us he's not a god neither are you um
1: but yeah he then tells him that you know he says he if he could fix it he would
0: but he can't he's not allowed to interfere um and uh and then floats back into his ethereal form out with this this reality so this is the first time we see the watcher actually interact with some form of reality i think he did this because the reality was ending the reality was um was gonna cease to exist um and he knew that if even if he came in and spoke to it's character that's not gonna
1: change change much at all, um, yeah, but well, I'll speak about this when we get to the end, okay, so our final shot we see
0: strange um looking over at Christine who's ink blotting away, and the reality truly implodes and becomes uh um
1: like a a a diamond um. A shardy diamondy kind of thing and uh and basically
0: strange is left alone with Christine who is ink blotting away I'm just gonna keep
1: calling ink blotting because that's what it looks like to me um and then she floats away like like she's been flipped and strange is left all alone in this reality in this
0: universe, which is basically just a small fraction of of what it was and it's a little little diamondy thing and and strange begs he says i'm so so sorry and that's us that's the end of the episode it is such a dark ending it just shows you know that the the obsession to do something can or or even grief can lead to um almost uh self-destruction or you know even well, not it doesn't lead to world destruction, but at this point in this thing, it has. But the self destruction of how he became so engulfed with wanting to do,
1: wanting to resurrect Christine, but um, ended up destroying reality. Now, what I want to talk about was um, this Stephen Strange. So this um Strange Supreme, they called him. I. I hesitate to say that it's confirmed, but there
0: has been a suggestion that this Strange will be in Doctor Strange 2 Multiverse of Madness. I can see that happening. I can see that happening. This Strange is obviously one of one of, if not, the most powerful person or being that we've seen. Um Okay, the 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 demon stuff seemed to have left his body potentially uh, when the universe started to implode, but um he's still uh, yeah I don't know I don't know if he's still got some form of of that power with him. Is he able to break out of the universe? He was able to speak to the Watcher even though you know this was even after the demons had potentially left. He was still able to speak to the Watcher and 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 converse with him and sense him and actually like physically talk to him. Um. yeah is there a way that this strange is then able to get out of this reality is this where captain carter comes in is she able to take him through via the tesseract potentially or some other way Um, is she will take him into like a, another reality don't know but that's where i think the Doctor Strange from here is potentially the Doctor Strange that is in the No Way Home trailer, Spider Man No Way Home trailer, and why he's so um, not evil but mischievous, uh, and potentially is opening a multiverse to try and get Christine or so. I don't know. I don't know. We're just we're just guessing here. It's all just just guess guesswork. But we'll ne- we'll need to see what happens to Doctor Strange 2, because obviously Doctor Strange Two, Multiverse Madness, and Spider Man No Way Home apparently are essentially connected as we know doctor strange is part of um no way home and is the the main reason that uh or looks like could be the main reason that we are seeing these um different u- different universe uh villains and potentially different universe spider-mans i don't know 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 uh, but yes, it's it's uh, it's really sad to see Doctor Strange in, in in that point, and obviously it's he's been fueled by grief, um, and it just goes to show that what grief can lead to, what obsession can lead to, and um, and yeah, that is that is the episode done with, phenomenal episode. I thought it was best of the series so far, easily the best of the series so far. The again the. Animation is top notch. This time, I think the story um was head and shoulders above any stories we've had before.
1: Again, it wasn't really a what if. It wasn't quite as it. it the first episode with Captain
0: Carter was a straight up, or the first two episodes. Sorry, actually, uh so the Captain Carter and the Star Lord, uh, T'Challa ones are pretty straightforward what if questions so what if peggy got the super soldier to what if star lord uh was actually t'challa um the last episode obviously i spoke about how it's for me it's more of like a who question as opposed to a what if so it's not a straightforward what if and this one obviously i i don't think it's like a what ify question i know they do say it's what if dr strange lost his heart instead of his hands but um yeah i i don't see it as a straight up what if kind of question but um it's brilliant it's an incredible episode full of a range of emotions you know starting from um the love that they had the start to the grief to the rage obsession um the mystic part of it the philosophical parts of it uh it's it's brilliant it's absolutely brilliant and this is what I wanted from the what if episodes. Um, again, as I say, it's not, for me, it's, it's, it's tough to say it's a straight up what if question, but it has exactly what I wanted from the what if episodes. And the voice cast, you've got all the big players back. You've got Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Benny Wong, uh, Tilla Swinton, Rachel McAdams. Um,
1: is there anyone else? Big guys? I don't think so. But you've got all them back. Um I don't know if that's
0: yeah, that's that's testament to the to the um the episode. Again, as I say, Cumberbatch was phenomenal. Cumberbatch was um his voice acting again for me was just brilliant. Like he portrayed everything. I think it must be so hard to be a voice actor. Um because you don't have the uh the facial expressions and and things and it may be quite hard to get into that character um when you're not physically in that character um but yeah as I say he absolutely smashed it and and I'm was absolutely blown away by it yeah I don't know what else to say again you know when I was saying how I'm going to be rating uh the series as a whole I think like up till now I would have put it like maybe like seven or eight out of ten this episode alone elevates it to like nine out of ten i'm not gonna say this ten out of ten just yet i'm not that generous i'm not that generous but um yeah like that episode is is that's the absolute point of what if that is our that is our absolute point of what if and i think that will will carry the the um series going forward so it'll either be a case of will the series even get you know better from this point um or well i hope it does and i i i feel like it kind of has all the way through one two three three was like maybe a bit less than two but it seems to be getting better and better and better and i think one of the things that they've done right is have a, a have the same writer throughout the whole series, AC Bradley. Um and the same director I believe as well. But yeah.
1: Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal episode. Um so let's go see what you guys thought of the episode too.
0: Okie dokie. So as always I put out a tweet uh on at DeliveryMCU when I'd watched the episode and asked you guys for your um your thoughts for your comments and um and yeah here we are so we had mr fluid highway at food highway uh this episode was twice as strange as the last one genuinely moving and once again top animation now guys let's give it up for that for that pun beautiful twice as strange love it excellent um at fc jamie this episode genuinely moved me to tears again top animation amazing performances Highlight for me was a message of how grief, can, grief, can can consume someone to self destruct and destroy everyone and everything around them, which hit me in a personal level. Um, yeah, that's um, quite depressing. Uh, not depressing <laughs> comment, but uh, but Jamie, thank you for um for sharing your thoughts with that there. Uh, Act Bulls Celtic, absolute brilliant episode, and I love the concept of it. Fits perfectly into what we have seen. And I feel like it's giving us a taster of future Doctor Strange content. Yeah, I mean, again, that's what we spoke about. You know, that how apparently this Doctor Strange is confirmed as being in Doctor Strange 2. I mean, I, I, I won't believe it until we see it, but yeah. Uh, At Foxy Snob, best one yet. Animation was sublime. Love me some strange. Yeah, I mean, he's a weird looking guy, but he's, he's actually a handsome guy in his own way. Mr. Ben the Cumberbatch. Uh and I, as I say, yeah, he absolutely he absolutely smashed it. Uh I don't think that I think the episode would have been fantastic with uh someone else playing Doctor Strange if they weren't able to get him back or, or or whatever. But I think his voice acting, his um, you know, what he did with the character elevated it even more to uh to that. But um yes, thank you so much for your tweets there, guys. Again, um with what if episode five i will pop out uh, a a tweet again once i've watched it please 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 um let me know your thoughts please um comment below that one below that uh that tweet and um let me know what you thought and we'll, we'll get you um featured on the podcast like like these guys were basically um but yeah so guys that's us for another episode thank you so much for your support Um, i just wanted to say you know we've had a lot of people um a lot of people supporting the podcast uh whether it's on youtube or uh you know listening on all the the platforms you can see below spotify Apple music amazon music google podcasts um i appreciate it so much i think we had like we've had like 61 downloads um And that's just for the audio side of things so that's crazy and then on youtube there's been like a ridiculous amount of views so guys thank you so much um please you know if you like the podcast um let me know if there's any feedback you have please 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 let me know um unless you know if you know someone likes the mcu uh and you want to get them onto podcast feel free to recommend us to um friends family acquaintances people you work with you know it's uh it's something i want to keep doing Um, i was uh, so i have paid for a year of um of podcasting so it's it's made me have to do it i've paid for it so i have to do it i'm a typical scotsman when i if i pay for something i need to get money out of it and you get the most out of it um but i was thinking of potentially doing like a uh a, um either a patreon or a um i think it's called a coffee uh which could go towards um like giveaways and stuff um let me know what you think i i think it might work but i need to work out the uh the ins and outs of it but let me know what you think um and if you have any feedback again or if you've had any experience using that sort of things before let me know so i can uh so i can work something out um big shout out again to corky for making the overlay Um, he literally did it out of the goodness of his own heart i i left work today and had a message from him saying uh okay oh, you go i've made this what do you think <laughs> and doesn't want anything for it so um incredible thanks so much for that corky does do a podcast as well a weekly podcast called uh, discover music ni uh where he uh, showcases um like musicians from from northern ireland um so so please go and go and check it out and, and again thank you again for for doing this for me corky it it uh, it means a lot um that someone would do it out of the goodness of their heart um so thank you very much um but yes we will be back uh next week this new schedule is kind of working better for me because uh this is being recorded now friday night and i'll get out for the weekend um because that's pretty much done i can do all in a winner i'll watch the what if on wednesday um i'll i do the research on thursday my notes on thursday and then record on a friday uh so it takes pressure off a little bit makes it a bit easier to get out and uh and hopefully it's um hopefully it still shows that i'm that I'm enjoying this and, and stuff like that but uh yes we are back obviously we'll be back next week so next weekend you will get the next episode of the podcast talking about um what if again episode uh five episode five already geez over halfway through because i think there's nine episodes Anyway, uh, Shang-Chi is now out. It came out today, Friday, the 3rd of September. I will not be watching it until... um, I'm thinking the 28th September. So, one, two, three... Three and a bit weeks. Um, Once I've watched it, there will be a podcast about it. Um, But it's just because, basically, my wife hasn't had her second jab for long enough. I'm waiting until it's been, like, two weeks. And then I'll go and see it obviously we've got time off work as well so um look out for that if you have any thoughts about Shi though please feel free to let me know again at delivery mcu on twitter and uh and yes thank you guys very much and uh we will see you next week
1: goodbye